Hey, beautiful. Do you have something coming up where you singing? Will you let me know or DM me? Sometimes I see your stuff, but I forget because I'd like to come support. Good morning, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hey, Thea. Good morning, welcome. How y'all doing this morning? Well, welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. I am Lakeisha Johnson, your host. I'm spinning cameras. Your hostess for this morning. The hostess with the most is, and I'm so, so excited to be here with you this morning. We've been talking about true friendships. We started last Friday talking about friendships. We are on friendships again this Friday. This no, it's not. I'm already on Friday. This Tuesday, uh, we've been talking about the relationship between Jonathan and David, the intensity and love. Okay, the intensity and love uh, for um, this event. If you have a flyer, Britt, I, I mean, I'll share it. I'll share it if you have a flyer. Um. Um. I'm telling you just the intensity and love. And so I want to start out being obedient because God told me to, right? Um, and I want to read something and then we're going to get into, and I live labeled today's um, broadcast trust issues. Um, you'll see a little bit or a few trust issues between David and Jonathan, but they're quickly resolved. They're quickly resolved. and. So today, I want to read 1 Corinthians 13, um, and we're going to start at the fourth verse. I hear people quote this all the time. Quoting it is cool. Quoting is cool, but love is an action word. At the end of the day, quoting it is cool, but love is an action word. And so I want to read this over you. And I just want to compel you today to dig deeper in yourself, because another mistake that I see is I, often we point the fingers at the dysfunction in the people that are around us or the people that we're connected to. But what we haven't realized is that we add um, enable, create, or are a part of this same dysfunction. A lot of times when I see people and they're explaining to me how a relationship went bad or wrong or what happened, they've never really looked at themselves. They've never looked at the energy that we're generating. Whatever you're receiving in your relationships right now, you're probably putting out. I'm just going to be honest. You're probably putting out. You're probably uh, generating that energy. You're probably drawing that light. You've probably commanded it with your words. You've probably framed that day, framed that relationship. And so I want to make sure you understand that. But the Lord gave me this to read first. So we're going to read 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 4 through 8. And then what I'm going to turn around and do is pray for us. And we're going to talk about these trust issues, give some more characteristics, hopefully, today of what a trustworthy friend looks like. It says love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. 
It does not demand its own way. It's not irritable and it keeps no records of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful, hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. And then he goes in to say, when I was a child, I spoke as a child, I reasoned as a child. But when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see imperfectly like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then I will know everything completely just as God know, now knows me completely. Three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love with the greatest of these being love. And this morning, I promise when I was teaching, I kept hearing people like I could hear your spirits and those of you in your spirits saying, but I got trust issues, but I got trust issues. You're asking me to open myself up, Lakeisha, to experience a relationship that I haven't even experienced before, to encounter a love that I haven't even encountered before, to be in a circumstance, in a situation, to be vulnerable, to be transparent. And I, I, I'm just telling you, I got trust issues. I've been broken. I've been damaged. Um, I've been overwhelmed. I've been consumed. I've been used. I've been abused. I've abused myself. I haven't forgiven myself. I haven't forgiven other people. I'm just telling you I'm coming to the table and I got issues. I got trust issues. Um, I got trust issues that just, um, I'm just telling you, I got trust issues that don't add up. You're asking me to receive a friendship, to give a friendship, to be this type of friend to other people. And I'm dealing with trust issues. I'm broken. I'm overwhelmed. I'm consumed. Life has happened. Um, I've masked my hurt and pain in all kinds of circumstances, situations, and vices. And you're asking me to receive this type of love and give this type of love. And I have some very serious trust issues. And there was a moment right there. There was a moment right there where David and uh, Jonathan had a moment. And the reason they had a moment is because remember again, we're dealing with Saul, Jonathan's dad. And David is saying to him, now, listen to me, your daddy, we're in a chapter 19. Your daddy is planning to kill me. Your daddy don't like me. Your daddy want to kill me. He's trying to take me out. And Jonathan is like, nah, he's not going to take you out. I promise you, I'm going to talk to my dad about you. It's going to be all good. And David is saying to him, now, Jonathan, I know you've sworn to me. I know you tell me you love me. I know you tell me you, you're overwhelmed and consumed with me, but I'm not sure. Like, I'm not sure how I should take this, right? And Jonathan is saying to him, he's like, look, the, the king will not, the, I'm going to talk to the king about you. I'm going to give before the king. And Jonathan is like, David, how am I even supposed to trust you? This is your dad. David, how am I supposed to trust you? This is your dad. But see, Jonathan was demonstrating a particular love, a particular love, a particular love that only comes from the father above. That he was he was demonstrating a particular love that only comes 
from the father above. If you go to 1 Samuel 20 and 42, uh, Jonathan tells David, go in peace for we have sworn loyalty. I've sworn loyalty to you. I swore in loyalty to you, to you. I've told you that the Lord is going to witness this bond between us. I promised the Lord God of Israel. That's what he said to him, that by this time tomorrow, the next day at the latest, I will talk to my father and let you know how he feels. If he speaks favorably of you, I will let you know. But if he is angry and wants you to kill then he says to them, may the Lord be with you as he used to be with my father. Because I told you the reason that Saul wasn't experiencing seeing, seeing victory, the reason, the reason that he wasn't getting able to be able to continue to be king was because he displeased the Lord. They had war and he was not supposed to take any of the spoils and he took the spoils anyway. So David had some trust issues. He had some trust issues. But what David had to rely on was that Jonathan was Jonathan was faithful, improving himself again. Deshannon, I saw you. I don't want to get hurt. I heard, I don't want to get hurt because I've been hurt before. See, the problem is here, we're not trusting people. <laughs> the Bible tells us don't trust. You got to trust nobody. You're trusting God. Anytime you're in a circumstance or a situation that you've built walls that you won't allow people in, it's because you don't trust God. It's because you don't trust God. It's because you don't trust God to heal you. It's because you don't trust God to love you. And because you don't know how to receive love, nor do you know how to give love. You don't know how to receive God's love, nor you I mean, I know how to receive love. I will, most of the love that you have felt has been wrong, misinterpreted, and not unconditional. See, Jonathan had such an intensity and a covenant. There's a difference between covenant love. There was a covenant love here. It was the same love that Ruth demonstrated to Naomi. My people will be your people. Your God will be my God. I'm not letting this relationship go. I'm not moving from this relationship. This was a covenant type God. But the reason that this covenant love was so strong was because they both had a love that was rooted in God and they had to trust the God that was righteously deposited in the person. Now you gonna have some problems if you're trying to build relationships with somebody that doesn't have God in them. You gonna have some problems. You're not. You gonna have some problems if you're not watching their fruit. See, I'm a fruit inspector. I love openly, honestly. Um, I love from such a pure place. But I'm watching and listening to your fruit. I'm watching and looking for your kindness. I'm watching and looking for your patience. I'm watching and looking for the things. I'm listening to the things you say. I'm, I'm watching the evidence of what the the relationship thing here is not about trusting man. It's about trusting God. It's about trusting God. It's about saying, you know what, Lord? I'm going to remain vulnerable. I'm going to remain transparent. And I'm going to remain open. Because when I read in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8, it says, love keeps no records of wrong. Why am I? Why am I being held wrong for what somebody else did to you? And that's what Jonathan was saying. That's my daddy. This ain't got nothing to do with me. I've demonstrated my loyalty to you. I've demonstrated my love. Why are you not giving me the fresh chance and opportunity to be what I need to be with you? Usually what happens after we've experienced a bad relationship is we begin to compartmentalize and put people in these boxes and not allow them to expand and be whatever they need to be in our life. But I told you yesterday, you're not going to reach the full potential. You're not going to reach the, reach the full potential of who and what God called you to be until you allow the people, your accelerators, those that people that you are supposed to be connected to in your life. But Lakeisha, I got trust issues. Your trust, baby, 
your trust is not the problem ain't with people the problem is with God. If God divinely unites you with someone, he's not going to bring you into a circumstance or a situation with someone that doesn't produce and yield the fruit that he intended it to use. That's why I told you yesterday, pause, spend time and pray and ask God about the relationships. We don't spend enough time in prayer about the relationships. We don't spend enough time in prayer about the relationships. We don't spend enough time understanding the relationships. We feel a little chemistry. We feel a little connection. We gone. We moving. We ain't talking. We ain't talking to God. We ain't asking God to reveal us, to show us. People come, most people come to us or come in contact with us with some level of damage themselves. Some level of damage themselves, some level of things that they had experienced. David was the baby boy. His brothers already were jealous and overwhelmed. Saul was after his life. Yeah, I had trust issues too. I'm not saying your trust issues aren't wrong. I'm just saying your trust issues aren't necessary. Your trust issues aren't necessary for what you're trying to come into. Back to Ecclesiastes 4, 9, and 12. Two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. Two are better than one. You need to allow somebody to get in a position to be able to lay their life down for you. Greater love has no one that someone who lays down their life for their friend. You need to experience the freedom of love that comes through Christ so that it can unlock your destiny, so that it can unlock your heart, so that it can unveil and expose your weak places, so that it can overwhelm and consume you. A lot of that love that you will encounter will be here on earth. But until you let those guards down and allow the people to be in position, see that first Corinthians 13, four and eight, we read it all the time based on what we should expect of others. But that's really the mandate for how we should love. We should be loving patiently. We should be loving kindly. We shouldn't be keeping records of wrongs. So if you can't go into another relationship because you've kept records of wrong at the last relationship, then it's then, then the, the problem with the relationship is because you don't know how to give or receive the God kind of love. So I understand that you got trust issues. I, I, don't, I understand you got trust issues, but these trust issues are preventing and hindering you from receiving God all has. There's no, if you can't quote uh, Psalms 20, uh, 23, right? Well, Psalms 23, we've been quoting Psalms 23, but if you won't let him lead you into the proper relationships, then it's not saying you, I, I trust God. You can't trust God if you can't trust man. You can't love God if you can't love man. The two don't go together. They don't add up. They don't mix. When I trust God and I know that he created me to be in relationship with other people, then I can walk into a relationship and trust man. Why? Because I'm not worried about trusting them. Proverbs and Proverbs it says, trust no man. And I tell you to trust man. It tells you to trust God. I can walk into a healthy, wholesome relationship with anyone because I know that God divinely put this relationship in place. See, David had to recognize the divineness in his relationship with Jonathan. This wasn't no ordinary love. This wasn't no ordinary relationship. But I understand that you've been hurt so many times, but a lot of times when we've been hurt multiple times, there's something in us that draws that to us. We're not spending the time we need getting whole. We have a righteous piousness and an indignation that assumes we're in our right place, assumes we treat people right, that assumes, that assumes 
without coming back into a space to allow God to circumcise your heart. Go back to that in 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 8. If you go back to that, ask yourself the question. If I got a trust issues, ask yourself realistically, do I love like this? Am I really patient and kind? Am I really patient and kind? Like, am I really, am I, am I jealous? Am I ever boastful? Am I proud? Do you know how you can evidence pride in a relationship when you turn around and talk about all you do for a person? When the Lord started dealing with me about that, I was talking about one time some sacrifices I made in a marriage and a friend of mine said to me the other day, he said, you want a cookie? And when he said to me, do you want a cookie? It shifted me into a different level of humility. I'm not ever supposed to talk about all that I do for you. I'm not ever supposed to align that. that that's, that's proud. It's never ruled. It's never ruled. And so, so dealing with these trust issues, you really got to deal with you. You really got to deal with you. Like you really got to begin to deal with you. If you are having just a hard, man, Lorraine, that's how I felt. If you're having a hard time coming into a relationship, if you're having a hard time receiving a relationship, you really got to deal with you. You really, because see, we'll judge ourselves. Oh, I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. I'm a good friend. But are you really a good friend? Like, are you really a good, like, are you really, really a good friend? I gave you some characteristics of David and Jonathan yesterday. Are you really a good friend? Since love is patient and it's kind, it's not just, it does not demand its own way. You're not going to force me to love you a specific way. You're not going to force me to be in a specific way. You're not going to try to force me out of my caricature. You're not going to try to demand or command me to treat you a certain way. See, most people haven't realized the strategy here is just to pray. I ain't got to force nothing upon you. I just got to get in a position and pray for you and believe God for the very best for you. It says love, love is not, is this not demanding some way? It's not irritable. If you love me, you're not irritable with me. You're not irritable. You're not irritable. And it keeps no records of being wrong. It does not rejoice. So even if something comes back, if karma comes back, as we like to use that word karma, if karma comes back and bites me in my butt, you're not rejoicing in me being bit. As a matter of fact, you having a level of compassion for me because you know what it feels like to be bit. It, and truth wins out. It's wanting truth to win out. It doesn't need to be one out. It says it's always hopeful and it endures through every freaking circumstance. So if you got trust issues, perhaps you don't trust yourself with yourself. You don't trust yourself with yourself. It really ain't got nothing to do about the other person. It's got to do whether or not you can trust yourself with yourself. And most of you can't trust yourself with yourself because you don't even know yourself. You've been so built so many walls, so many compartments, so many different things that you've justified in you making you. That this isn't even how God uniquely designed you. God designed you to be loved, to act in love, to receive love. That's why when they came to him in Matthew and said, what is the greatest commandment? He said, love your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your soul. Go in hard for me. That's what he said. Then love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love me without conditions. <laughs> love me without preemptive thinking. Love me in a very pure state. Love me and allow me to be me. Love me in the very purest of place. So your trust issues are really probably because you don't trust yourself. 
Your trust issues are really probably because you don't you don't trust yourself. I used to have a hard time letting people take care of me. And one of the reasons I had a hard time for people taking care of me was because I didn't trust the situation. I felt like if someone wanted to love and take care of me, that they had a motive, that they had a motive. And the minute I began to slow down and recognize and realize that these are people that are divinely going into my life. See, I, I, have a, uh, I have a beautician. I have an amazing beautician. I only go get my hair done so often. But the Lord showed me something in her heart for me, right? Because last time she's, couple times she's done my hair, she's done something for me. And the Lord said, it's really because she loves you so much. She just want to make sure you're okay. She just want to make you sure you're okay. And I'm always the one that always wants to give, but I have learned in this life, it's time for me to learn how to receive. She just wants to make sure you're okay. She wants to make sure your hair on point. She just wants to sow love into you this kind of way. Well, back in the day, I would have been suspicious or I would have been trying to outgive her or I would have whatever. But it, it was the I've learned the ability to receive his love through other people. I ain't always got to be the one giving. I should be in a position to be able to receive. Well, you can't receive if you ain't got no trust. You ain't trust yourself. Yeah, I mean, that's the reality, Kim. Most people don't. We most don't trust ourselves. We don't trust ourselves and we don't trust ourselves because we've let ourselves down so many times because we've been in broken relationships, forgetting that the broken people were broke too. Forgetting that the broken people were broke too. We're so focused on external things with people that we miss the internal realities. All you got to do is pause, kick back and listen to a person. You'll hear their brokenness in their speech all the time. All you got to do is kick back. Listen, just listen. Listen to what a person is saying. Listen to what they're saying about themselves. Listen to what's coming out their mouth. That's their belief system. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Just chill. Don't be in a rush. Spend time in prayer and deal with your trust issues for yourself. Forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Release yourself so that you can experience the freedom. That's what Jonathan, David had to trust Jonathan. He had to trust Jonathan. He had to trust that Jonathan was going to be a man of his word. He asked Jonathan, and Jonathan swore. They did some things. They had some cultural things they did. He said, I swear before God, I got you. That's basically what I told him. I'm going to give you my robe. I'm going to give you all of these things. May God deal with me. I swear before God, I got you. I, I swear I got you. I swear I'm going to love you just like I say I'm love you. I swear. And so David had to trust God, really. And the evidence of trusting God and trusting ourselves is because we've learned to trust God more with ourselves. See, I can't take better care of myself than God takes care of me. I can't better take, I can't take better care of myself than God does. I've, I've figured that out. If I'm in my word, if I'm spending time with him, if I'm in the intimacy of him, then I learn how much God takes care of me and how much God loves me. See, that's why I tell you, you got to eat your word daily. You got to eat your, that's what's going to deal with your trust issues. You got trust issues. It's really with yourself. <laughs> Some of y'all keep skimming the word, reading them little Bible apps. You got to get your eyes. You got to get it in your ears. Wherever you're in deficit, wherever you're in deficit, you got to fill it with the word. See, what happens is anytime we're starving, right? I read this the other day. Anytime we're starving, right? We'll accept anything. We'll accept anything because we're just trying to keep from starving. When really what we need, really what we need is in the word. Really what we need is in the word. 
That's what we need. That's why it's easy for me. I don't get into conflict with people. When people trying to be in conflict, that ain't love. Conflict ain't love. So it's easy for me to be easy. I'm like real chill. I didn't used to be. But the word has chilled me out. The word has chilled me out. Why? Because I want to be the love that I need to be to everybody else. So I had to abandon all my issues. I had to stop being suspicious, thinking that everybody was out to get me. I had to give other people fair chance in my life to be who they needed to be in my life. That's why it says meditate on my laws day and night. Meditate on my laws day and night. You want to see some change in your life? Meditate on his laws day and night. But deal with your trust issues. Your trust issues. You oh well, you don't know. You don't know how you know, you don't know what people did to me. You don't know how bad they treat me. Well, keep keep talking about what people did. And your love and your relationships and your friends going to keep walking you right back. And then when you get into a conversation where you really start talking to the Lord, you're going to be like, I don't understand why you just never bless me with friends. Or I don't understand why you ain't give me no man. Or I don't understand why you ain't give me no woman. And he's going to be saying, um, I sent several people your way. She has so many trust issues, right? He has so many trust issues. You were so bound. You were so consumed with the situation. See, trust issues come when we more consumed with the situation than we consume with God. That's where they come from. Trust issues come because we so consumed with the situation. We ain't consumed with God. The moment you get consumed with God, man, all your trust issues will go away. All your things that you see about people, you said, you'll start seeing your dysfunction. You'll start seeing the things that are in you that you um, that you didn't even realize were in you. You'll start seeing where you don't love for a peer from a peer place. That's why people around you don't love from a peer place. You'll start seeing what your problems are. Saul started manifesting. Jonathan was like, "David, you're crazy. My dad, my dad uh, loves you." And he said to him, "He said, okay, do me a favor then. Go see your dad. And if your daddy, if you mention my name." And your daddy acts up, then I know your dad is out to kill me. And Jonathan went before his dad and he mentioned David's name and Saul threw a spear at him. He tried to kill his own son. He tried to kill Jonathan. So David was spot on, right? David was spot on. Saul was after him. But Jonathan said that was letting him know the problem that you have here is between you and my father is not me. See, Jonathan understood covenant love. He knew who David was. He paid attention to who David was. He knew who God had called David to be. You got to be consumed with God and watch your trust. You got to consume God. Got to deal with all of these little quirks, isms, things that you got going on. He's just waiting on you. I told you, I said, trustworthy discretion. There's, there's anything, trustworthy, tr true true friendship, unconditional love, unwavering support, willish, willing to challenge you and full of grace. But deal with your trust issues. And I'm gonna go into the rest of what, what a good friendship looks like tomorrow. We'll conclude that tomorrow. And then Thursday, I'm gonna talk to you. I'm, I'm gonna talk, teach you how to pray endlessly to where you get God to move for you. Trust issues, deal with your trust issues. Go back to 1 Corinthians 13, 4, 8 and read that and ask yourself, do I really love like this? Do I really love like this? Are my, where am I in this problem? Where am I in this relationship? How am I adding to my own dysfunction? Most of y'all are dysfunctional and don't even know it. That's how I was. We cover up our dysfunction by things, accomplishments. And when God gets to the root of our heart, we stop and realize, oh, my God, 
The problem has been me all the time. Spend time doing the work on yourself. You got to spend time doing your work, doing the work on yourself, <laughs> doing the work on yourself, on yourself, not on the other person, on yourself, doing the work on yourself. Well, that's it for today. I think that's enough. Deal with your trust issues. I'm serious. Deal with your trust issues. Ask God, show me where I'm not in love. Because here's the thing you need to understand. You're going to attract whatever you're putting out. When I started attract, when I started attracting things that don't look like what I'm giving, I had to circumcise and search my own heart. Let me look at this. God showed me love, Keisha. Love at another level. Don't love pridefully. Love at another level. <laughs> love at another level. When he showed me that, I was like, oh my gosh. He was like, love at another level. Love at another depth. I thought I was doing something. Love at another level. Get out the way. Get yourself out the way. This type of love Jonathan had for David, he saw David. He gave his life for David. And I had to begin to ask myself, who am I giving my life for that I'm connected to? Who am I giving? Who am I laying my life down for? Who am I? Wh where am I? Who am I? Who am I doing that for? And if I'm not doing that for anybody, then we got a problem. We got a problem. I got a problem here. I got an issue here. I want to pray for you. I'm going to do your confession. I'm sorry. I was looking for this. I should have had this up. So this is for wisdom and guidance. You need some wisdom and guidance, right? Since the spirit of truth abides in me and teaches me all things, he guides me into all truth. Therefore, I confess I have perfect knowledge of every situation and every circumstance I come up against, for I have the wisdom of God. I trust in the Lord with all my heart, and I lean not into my own understanding. In all my ways, I acknowledge him. And he directs my path. The Lord will perfect that which concerneth me. I let the word of Christ dwell in me richly in all wisdom. I do follow the good shepherd. I know his voice and a voice of, of a stranger I will not follow. Jesus made unto me wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. Therefore, I confess I have the wisdom of God. I'm the righteous of God in Christ Jesus. I'm filled with the knowledge of the Lord's will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. I'm a new creation in Christ and his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Therefore, I have the mind of Christ and the wisdom of God is formed within me. I receive the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of my understanding being enlightened. I'm not conformed. Say that after me. I'm not conformed. Say it one more time. I am not conformed to this world, but I am transformed by the renewing of my mind. My mind is renewed by the word of God. Renewed by the word of God. That's the only way you're going to deal with your trust issues. That's the only way you're going to get past it. That's the way, only way you're going to get over it is that you renew your mind in the word of God so God can rebuild you up. Some of y'all are missing key relationships because of your trust issues. God trying to do a brand new thing in your life and you won't even receive the brand new thing in your life because you got trust issues because you won't allow love in. You got so many guards up, you won't even allow love in. It's like going through um, the penitentiary almost. <laughs> your heart is guarded in compartments 
You want love. You starved of love. You need love, but you've justified you're okay. And the reason that love can't get in is because you got all them trust issues. You congested. You constipated. You need to be flushed out with a love animal. I'm just saying, you just need to be flushed out with a love animal. And you can't receive that. Yeah, that's good. I repent. Ask for peace. Understand. Ask for wisdom. Y'all don't ask God enough questions. Ask all the questions. Ask him. Lord, I need you to give me understanding in this. I need you. I know, Ebony, I'm sorry. I need wisdom for this relationship. Show me how to treat this person. Help me to understand this person's love language. Let me become a better friend by being a better friend to myself. Let me understand your God kind of love. It's not based on this world system or standard. Well, I love you guys so much. That's it for today. That's all we have. We'll be back here at 5 a.m. in the morning. Don't forget anchor.fm backslash just being LMJ for the podcast. Go subscribe to the podcast. Go share with other people. Log on to the website, lakeishamjohnson.com, so you can receive the daily written devotional. I got a team of writers that are phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Ladies, don't forget tonight's Bible study at the coffee shop, Guillermo's. And this went this Thursday night. Your girl, LMJ, is at Guillermo's coffee shop. I'm the featured poet for the night. I'm rocking out. I'm going to be sharing some things from my heart. Come hang out with us. It starts, I think, at 6.30. Hey, I ain't preaching. I ain't preaching. So don't come expecting me to preach, but come hang out with me Thursday night at Guillermo's coffee shop uh october the 18th i'm at the self-worth conference this conference is free it's in conway and we're going to be teaching and talking to you about how to get your self-worth back so that you can be all that you're called to be this is freedom we bringing freedom to you from lmj ministries we bring freedom to you hoping that you get restored renewed and revitalized and on track so that you can be everything that you got called you to be in life. The only reason that you're not maximizing and reaching your full potential is because you're not connected to the people that you're supposed to connect to. God got some divine appointments. And I promise you, okay, I'm gonna share that. God got some divine appointments for you, some relationships that are gonna accelerate you and put you into your next level of kingdom. Get connected, stay connected. See you back here. You know what I'm gonna say? I love you so much. So do what? Go be loved today. Break out your box. Break out your box. Sow some love into someone today. Serve someone. Take care of someone today. I was thinking about that this morning. I said, man, if um if love is this, I'm a servant. I got a servant's attitude towards you. We're going to talk about those characteristics. Man, if somebody called me and asked me, can they do something for me today? I promise you, I, I'll let you. I promise you, I'll let you. What can I do for you today? Somebody asked me today, what can I do for you? That's the kind of love God expects us to have for each other. I'll see you guys back here in the morning. Love, peace, and blessings.